0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash tales from tech support. Well, I hope everybody's having a good weekend and getting ready for whatever holiday you happen to celebrate. I was going to go outside and decorate a little bit today, but everybody's a little bit under the weather here, and it's been raining anyway, so really don't want to be playing with electricity in the rain, even if it is low voltage. As you can see, my neighbor's got a jump start on things. He, uh, He got those lights all around the outside of his house. He got them for his wedding, and they were all white and twinkly and stuff, and... For Halloween, he did the you know the orange and whatever other colors go with Halloween, and now he's doing Christmas colors. Of course, I'm noticing the green's a little weird. I have a feeling I have a chroma key setting somewhere on here still set up, and that's why the green's not showing up very well, but uh, anyway, enjoy the festive lights behind us. The cats should be along any time now, they're just scarfing down their dinner, and uh, maybe after one of these stories, they'll make an appearance here to take their little bath. Alright, let's do some tech support. Call that person and tell them it isn't acceptable to work on that equipment before the corporate equipment. I was sitting at my office one slow day and the CEO walked in. Always a pucker moment even though I'm on very good terms with him. And he handed me an obviously non-business laptop and asked if I could get it back up and running as it had a very important thing on it that was needed shortly. And as I wasn't doing anything and he still signed my paycheck, I said, you got it, sir. Later, a middle manager comes in and asks me to do something, and I say, you're number two in line, and pointed to the obviously not corporate laptop I was fixing. Oh, he said Mangler. Okay. Mangler didn't like that much and demanded I call whoever and tell them that it wasn't acceptable for me to be working on personal equipment. So I pulled out my cell and called. Mangler could only hear my half of the conversation, but what he heard was something like, hey Tom, I got Bob here telling me it isn't acceptable for me to be working on your personal stuff, and he wanted me to call you and tell you. Oh sure, he's right here, hang on. And I handed the phone to the Mangler. Mangler started off saying, it's not acceptable. And then his eyes got real big and the rest of the conversation was, yes sir, no sir. He hung up and thundered, why didn't you tell me it was the CEO's laptop? And I said, well, you didn't give me a chance and demanded that I call them right now. I got done with the CEO's project and went to middle Mangler's office to see what he needed. And his reply was, my cable box isn't working on my TV right now. (laughs) He couldn't understand why I cracked up laughing. Let me get this straight. You were complaining because I wasn't working on corporate equipment and you needed to be first in line because you couldn't watch TV? I switched inputs on his TV and walked away. What a complete and utter hypocritical douche. Mango's a good name for that guy. Imagine being that ballsy to come in and yell at your staff because they're working on somebody else's personal equipment, which is fine, except for when you want them to stop working on somebody else's personal equipment to work on your personal equipment. It's just mind boggling. I'll bet one thing though, I'll bet he'll think two or three times before he comes to you the next time and starts squawking about whatever you're working on. Getting frustrated with New Overlord's IT Going to preface this with, I'm not IT. Decently tech savvy, but definitely not at y'all's level. I've worked for my company for around 11 years. We were recently purchased by a much larger and better known conglomerate corporation. It came to my attention that throughout this merger process, my coworkers were all receiving texts from the new company with important updates. I wasn't on their text list for some reason, contacted ours and their IT and HR departments, never received texts, had to get all of the info second and third hand from others, usually no biggie. Flash forward to now, merger is officially complete. Others received a text about us needing to register on new company's online HR portal. About half of us are actually capable of registering online. None of us can get their dedicated mobile app to allow us to sign on. Those that can get online are immediately presented with a notice to add our mobile numbers to our accounts in order to gain access to our HR information, benefits, pay stubs, etc. There is absolutely nowhere on this site for us to actually add our numbers. Through numerous interactions now with their support and IT about the site not having a place to do this, I have consistently been met with instructions to navigate to an intranet page that we do not have access to because our mobile numbers aren't in the system. If I try to respond further, a new IT ticket is opened for my response and then immediately closed because I already have an open ticket for the issue. An open ticket that no one's responding to or working on. We have thousands of people stuck in HR limbo because the system won't give us access without adding a phone number and IT won't fix the link so we can add our numbers. I guess I'm mostly just venting but wondering if any of you wonderful professionals have any suggestions on how to approach these people to actually get this fixed. I just want to check my pay stubs and make sure nothing got screwed up in the merger. How absolutely ridiculous. Right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. There's no communication, no planning, uh, no one department to actually make sure everything comes together the way it should. I just don't understand how there's no higher authority to go to where, you know, somebody can straighten this out and say, listen, you need to fix, I think it's HR needs to fix their part so that the numbers can be added so that the other people can fix their part, you know. Whatever, There needs to be one person or one department in charge over all things like that so that things can actually be accomplished and get fixed. wonder how many months that'll take. Why don't you go and tell the CEO to wait? Worked IT at a company previously that had managers that took it upon themselves to hire interns without talking to HR first, and then swing by IT with the intern on their supposed first day and demand user account and email setup and a laptop provided at once because the intern had to start working on an important task immediately. For the sake of the story, you need to know that the CEO is also the founder and owner of the company. One morning, the CEO's assistant swings by IT with panic in his eyes and the CEO's laptop in his hand. Turns out Windows decided to mess up the boot record and wouldn't boot, a not uncommon problem with Windows XP in those days. Problem was that we had a third-party hard drive encryption and you had to decrypt the drive before you could check disk on the drive and fix the boot issue. Not hard, but time-consuming on a 4500 RPM physical hard drive. The biggest issue was that the CEO was going to hold a presentation at a university seminar in two hours, and the PowerPoint presentation was on the hard drive in his laptop. I told the assistant that in the worst case, I can access the drive with the emergency disk and copy the presentation to a USB stick, and then they could run the presentation on the assistant's laptop instead, because decrypting the disk and getting Windows back to working order in less than two hours was cutting it close. I copy out the presentation to a USB stick and give it to the assistant and he goes to set up his laptop to be used for the presentation. Now I enter some guy I've never seen before. Intern says hi I'm the new intern and I was told you have a laptop for me. I say I'm sorry but I had no information at all about anyone new coming in and I really can't do anything about it right now as I'm by myself today and I'm working on an urgent priority one case. I can have a machine up and running during the afternoon at the earliest. Intern walks away and I continue working on getting the CEO's laptop back in working order. Cue 20 minutes later, the idiot manager enters IT with the intern in tow. Idiot manager says, this is intern. You must have a laptop and email now. I said, did you send a request to help desk or HR about this two days beforehand as per policy? Idiot manager says, no. I said, well, then you'll have to wait until this afternoon as I have more urgent matters. Idiot manager says, that is unacceptable. Intern needs his account and laptop. I've brought him in to do urgent work for me. By now I had less than an hour before I had to have the CEO's laptop in working order and sent off in a cab to the university. And I was very fed up with this entitled idiot of a manager. So in a snarky tone I say, see this laptop? This is the CEO's laptop. In less than an hour this laptop has to be in working order and at the university for him to hold a presentation. But I'll tell you what, if you call the CEO now on speakerphone and they explain to him that your unannounced intern getting his accounts and laptop set up take priority over the CEO getting his laptop fixed before his presentation at the university, and he agrees to that, then I'll gladly switch to setting up your intern instead. Idiot manager just stares. Then I say, well, if there's nothing else, please excuse me, but I have to get this laptop working. Idiot manager leaves IT with intern muttering something under her breath. 40 minutes later, and I had the CEO's laptop back in working order just in time for the CEO's assistant to collect it and jump in a cab to the university. Later, I got to thank you for all your help from the CEO. An intern was set up and could collect his laptop when he got back from lunch. As they say, bad planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. Exactly. There are company policies and rules in place and procedures for a reason. If you're going to start bringing in interns and employees and whatever last minute or even your last minute changes, and start trying to interrupt the flow of everything else that has to happen, then uh, who are you going to blame when everything goes kerflooey and doesn't work properly? The IT guy? (laughs) Good luck with that. Really, it takes next to no effort to just plan ahead by a day or two. Seriously. Scanners not working? Let me have a look at it. We have a branch office which needed a new printer. So they just bought one. After a day or so, we get a ticket that they need help with setting up the printer. Our faces of confusion. They have a printer? Well, okay, let's set it up. A coworker of mine set it up and the printer couldn't scan and send it via mail. So we tried for some things and even compared them to the other printer which he set up. After hours of searching for the error and comparing configurations. His conclusion? Configuration is fine but check's still failing. It has a check to see if the printer can reach the user of our mail program and log in. Another co is looking over at it, same conclusion. Enter me, just strolling by getting some water. I saw them just fumbling and looking confused at the screen. So I entered their office and asked them about the problem and asked some questions. One question was, did you check the network configuration? The answer was, yes, we did. You may get why I'm hinting at this. After some tests, I came to the conclusion that the printer can't communicate to the internet. So I open the network configuration. Configuration seems on first glance to be the same as the other printer, which got set up and worked fine. Then I noticed it. You can't see the gateway in the overview. Find the place where you would enter the gateway IP and it's empty. I entered the IP, started the check, and it's working. And I say, well, I'll be on my way getting my hard earned water break. I really hate when that happens to me when I'm sitting there working on something, whether it's digital or working on the car or any other problem. And somebody comes along who hasn't been banging their head against the brick wall for the last hour and just magically in two or three minutes figures the issue out, either fixes it or at least gives me the answer that I need. In reality, they're not any smarter than I am or this IT person. It's just that, you know, sometimes a fresh pair of eyes coming at it from a different angle can sometimes just fix the issue. Well, 411 volts. What could go wrong? Not a story about myself, but a buddy of mine. Disclaimer, I'm not a native English speaker, so. Anyway, our bosses decided to open a new branch in Switzerland, and a buddy of mine got selected to set up the hardware. Timeframe was a complete horror. You may ask yourself why. Well, he had two weeks to get a working concept with ordering the hardware, prep it, and test. After the hardware was delivered, he went to work, doing a 55-hour week to set it up and test his concept. All went well, and he was sent to the new branch office. In Switzerland, he went straight to work. He plugged in the NAS and the PSU and poof! Keep in mind that the NAS is our backbone, which hosts a site-to-site VPN, a network drive to share stuff, and is our switch between two different internet connections. After that, he called us and let us know that he needs more time to organize the new PSU and NAS, and an electrician needs to look at the situation. The guy who was called measured the voltage of the outlet. The guy told him, well, 411 volts. I would guess the NAS is doomed. After that problem with the outlet got sorted and a new PSU was bought, all went well, and I'm still surprised that the NAS took the hit like a champ. Still working fine after two years. Well, I'm no electrician. I know just enough to be dangerous and, you know, maybe run a few extra outlets and lights and switches in my house. That's fairly mild stuff compared to a lot of this other stuff. My biggest problem comes when when you have to figure out definite voltages and things like that. I know that, uh, like, you know, a space heater that runs either 750 watts or 1500 watts, I know that I can't put that on a circuit that's got a bunch of other appliances running where, you know, refrigerator compressors kick on, air conditioner compressors, not that you'd run a heater and an air conditioner at the same time most of the time, but you know what I mean. Or another heater somewhere down the chain if the circuit's kind of large, you know, because it's an old house. Not every room's on its own dedicated circuit like in a normal modern house would be. We tried to pair it out as best we could, but, you know, sometimes there's a little overlap. I will say this though, as far as that NAS being tough as nails and taking that voltage hit like that, um, when I was a teenager, I had a a CB in my car, a CB radio, I had destroyed my car, but you know, while I was waiting, I still wanted to be able to use the CB sort of like a base station at night. Well, it's a 12 volt item. It plugged into a 12 volt power supply in the car, tapped into the fuse block. But anyway, uh, I took it in the house and I don't know what got in my brain. And I figured out a way to jerry-rig it to plug it into the house electric. Uh, A, I'm surprised I didn't burn the house down. B, it popped the circuit, but the CB did not die. So I unplugged everything, got the circuit back up. The next day I went and bought myself a 12-volt power, you know, bench power supply that I could hook the CB to and just kept my fingers crossed the whole time. Came home, plugged in the power supply, hooked up the CB radio to it, ran my antenna out the window, and it worked. Don't ask me how. By all rights, something in there, a capacitor or something, should have blown up and got blue magic smoke. But, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while, I guess. All right, guys, that's it for this one. Uh, If you get a chance, do me a favor and click this video here on the screen. And until the next one, we'll see ya.